Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. Okay, so for the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about what to do when you don't feel successful. And a few weeks ago, we talked about the root of that feeling being comparison. And then the next week, we talked about when you don't feel as successful as you want to feel yet, which is very different because that is where you're just frustrated by your lack of progress and you are not being complacent or comparing yourself. You believe that you can do it, but you just feel frustrated with your lack of speed or lack of results, whatever the case may be. So that's different than comparison. But last week when we were talking about what to do when you don't feel like you are successful as you would like to be yet, I explained that there are three possible reasons for a lack of progress toward your goals. And the first one was mindset, which we dove into. So the other two were habits and skills. So that's what I want to talk about today. Habits are so fascinating to me, y'all. And I believe that studying Habits of successful people is one of the quickest ways to overcome victim thinking. Because what you will discover is that highly successful people have a lot of things in common. A lot of things. The first thing that I notice about really successful people is that they did not lack adversity. It's not like they're successful because their journey was easier. It had absolutely nothing to do with that. And sometimes it's actually the opposite. They became so successful because of the adversity that they had to overcome. And that inspires me. Successful people also have in common certain habits. They think a certain way and therefore they behave a certain way. And that is what produces their amazing results that we all feel inspired by. And I shared this quote with you guys a few weeks ago, but it's worth repeating again. But it's from J.C. Ryle. And he says, I believe that spiritual as well as natural greatness depends in a high degree on the faithful use of means within everybody's reach a.k.a. their habits. What are they doing 
every day with their time? What are they doing every day with their money? What are they doing every day with their talent? What are they doing every day with their knowledge? What are they doing every day? How are they faithfully using their God-given means? That is what you want to discover. So when it comes to the success that you want, sometimes it's not necessarily what you need to go and do. It's who you need to become. What type of person enjoys the success that you want? What was their lifestyle leading up to their success? And more importantly, what were their habits? I love to hear John Maxwell tell the story of the young man who approached him at an event that he was speaking at saying, Mr. Maxwell, I want to be where you are at. I want to have speaking engagements and I want to impact tens of thousands of people the way you have. And I want to write books and basically telling John Maxwell that he wanted to achieve that same level of success. And John Maxwell looked at him and said, well, thank you, kind sir. But of course you want to do what I do. However, do you want to do what I did? In other words, if you want to emulate someone's level of success, you don't just pay attention to what they said or look at what they have accomplished. You have to look at their daily habits. In the book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer, he says, you look at how she or he lived the details of day-to-day life. If you're smart, you copy those details. You make the individual's habits your habits. His or her routine, your routine. His or her values, your values, in the hope that it will foster a similar kind of result in your own more ordinary life. You copy all these details because you know the person you will eventually become is the cumulative effect of thousands of tiny seemingly mundane or even insignificant details that in the end function like compound interest and create a life. So our habits are all of the tiny little things that we do every single day that may seem insignificant in the moment, but add up to create a life. That is so impactful to me. It causes me to pause and evaluate all the seemingly insignificant habits that I have that are going to add up and have a cumulative compound effect that eventually create a result, whether positive or negative. So the challenge that we all face is that success is uphill, but our habits are downhill because what we all want naturally, is to be comfortable. But if you want results that most people don't have, then you have to have habits that most people don't have. Okay, if you are very interested in this topic of habits of very successful people like I am, I will drop some book recommendations for you in the show notes of this episode. But after having studied and implemented this topic of habits of successful people, 
I can go ahead and share with you a few of those habits that I know about right here. Success leaves clues. So these success habits do not only apply to your business, but you could apply these to anything you want to be successful at. You could apply it to your personal fitness, your personal finance, your relationships, homeschooling, anything that you could set a goal with that you desire to be successful at, these habits apply. But they especially apply to what you're doing here with your business. But here are some things that I notice really successful people, and again, not just successful in business, but successful in any given area that you would like to take a closer look at. But all successful people that I know, they have these things in common. The first thing is they have a habit of being uncomfortable. Another way of saying that is they consistently do things that get them out of their comfort zone. They're not addicted to comfort. And so that means that they're constantly doing things that they don't feel like doing. And they do them intentionally, on purpose. For example, learning and growing or working out. And can we just even hang out right there for a second? Let's just take those two examples, learning and growing and working out. So learning slash growing, if you think about the process of that, if you are learning and then implementing what you're learning so that you can actually grow, that is a really uncomfortable process because change is hard. When you actually are growing, it means you just learned something that requires you to have to change something about yourself, something that makes you comfortable. You're now going to have to change to something that will temporarily make you uncomfortable. That is the process of learning and growing. So working out is the same exact thing. If you are actually working out in a way that is effective, then it it feels very uncomfortable. If you don't feel any discomfort, you're probably not making much of an effort or going to get much results from it, right? As a matter of fact, that feeling of discomfort is the very thing that lets you know that change is happening in your body and what you're doing is working, So successful people in business as well, they have a habit of doing things that make them feel uncomfortable. So self-reflection, what are you doing daily that makes you feel very uncomfortable? If you cannot answer that question, or if your answer is, I don't know, or I can't remember the last time I felt uncomfortable then I can almost guarantee you, you're probably not growing. You might be maintaining, but you're probably not actually growing because growth requires discomfort. Okay, the next thing I see successful people have a habit of is persistence. They don't quit at the first sign of adversity or just because they encounter a challenge they persist. They don't give up easily. So persistence and grit 
Another thing I notice is diligence. Another word for that would be faithfulness. Another word might be consistency. So they are diligent, faithful, consistent workers, especially in the areas that matter most, especially in the areas that are going to drive the needle forward in the business. Successful people also have a habit of managing their minds. So it's not that successful people don't have negative thoughts and fear and doubt and things like that that pop up, but successful people, I feel like Romans 12, 2 comes into play here, which talks about not being conformed to the world and being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And whether successful people are Christians or not, they do have a habit of managing their mind and not believing and dwelling on and acting upon every negative thought that pops into their head. And that habit usually yields them high belief in whatever it is that they are doing. So successful people generally do believe or they did believe before they became successful, that's how they became successful, they believed that they could be successful. And because they believed that they could be successful, they took the action that made them successful. And they took it over and over, diligently, faithfully, consistently, and they did it even when it made them uncomfortable. Another habit that highly successful people have is revisiting their vision and their goals frequently. So I talked about last week, well, the first thing I asked you last week was, if you're feeling like you haven't made enough progress, when's the last time you looked at the goals you wrote down for the previous time period? Have you actually made progress and are you focused on the gap between where you are now and where you want to go or are or when is the last time you took a look at the gap between where you are now and where you used to be? When you revisit your vision and your goals, it it serves two purposes. First of all, it keeps you focused on where you're headed. But secondly, it should create optimism when you see that you actually have made more progress than you're giving yourself credit for, even if it's not the exact amount of progress that you had hoped for by this point. So if you don't have a habit of revisiting your vision and your goals regularly, cultivate that habit so that you can remain focused and you can maintain an optimistic optimistic mindset. Another habit that highly successful people have is prioritization of the things that are going to move the needle forward. So not only do successful people believe that they can be successful, they know what activities are going to create the success that they want. And so because they're clear on that, they're able to prioritize those things. And that gives them clarity on what they need to say no to. Because everything that you are saying yes to has an opportunity cost, right? Meaning if you say yes to this, then by default, you're saying no to something else. Well, successful people say yes to the priorities and they make the needle drivers the priorities. And then another habit that I notice highly successful people have is 
They have focus, like I just mentioned, and impulse control. So, in other words, they can say no to themselves. Like, we all have a tendency to gravitate toward what's going to make us feel comfortable or what's going to bring us pleasure or whatever the case may be. But highly successful people have the ability to say no to themselves. They are willing to sacrifice for the short term so they can have or sacrifice what they want now so that they can have what they really want later. Okay, let's talk about the third possible reason why you are not as successful as you want to be yet. We talked about mindset. We talked about habits. Let's talk about skill set. You know what's interesting when I think about skill set is that habits and skill set go hand in hand. They truly do. Because if you are habitually engaging in the action required to develop the skill set, then you will develop the skill set. So if you are lacking in the skill set, then it could be that learning needs to take place to improve the skill set. And you can learn several ways. You can learn by watching videos, but you can also learn, and I would say by necessity, you must also learn by taking action. And oftentimes the action is messy, especially when you are first starting. And it's a new skill that you are trying to implement and learn and master. It's probably going to look messy. But through taking messy action habitually, you will develop mastery of a skill set. And that is how the process works. But I think it's also helpful to reflect upon the skill set and evaluate which skill set needs to be improved in order for you to make the progress that you want to make, be as successful as you want to be, and accomplish what it is you want to accomplish. What skill set or skill sets need to be learned or improved upon? And I find it so interesting that in the book, High Performance Habits, Brendan Bouchard talks about how when he asks a high performer what skill set they are currently mastering, they don't hesitate to rattle off at least two and oftentimes three skills that they are focused on mastering at any given moment. So what skill are you currently mastering through learning and through taking messy action so that you can get good at it? What skill is preventing you from being as successful as you want to be? What skill, if you went and learned it and mastered it, you know would multiply the results that you are getting in your business? There are only four pillars in this business model. Four skills that you need to learn and master. And I would say these four skills, these are like umbrellas for, you know, some micro skills that go under each macro skill. Um, The four pillars being recruiting and retention and duplication and leadership. Those are the macro skills, and I would say 
the the micro skills that go under those umbrellas and really under like they overlap um but just people skills sales skills marketing skills communication skills all of those are highly profitable money making skills and i want you to think about each of the four pillars how well can you get results in each one of those areas, recruiting, retention, duplication, and leadership. Which ones do you think need to be improved upon so that you can get the results that you want in your business and reach your goals? And also, when you identify a skill that needs to be improved upon, how do you respond to that? This also is why skills go hand in hand with habits because a highly successful person would identify what needs to be improved in order to get the results they want and then they would take action to go and improve the skill. But what I find a lot of people do, the ones who basically halt themselves in their success endeavors, they will allow a challenge or hitting a snag to mean something about them. They will internalize it. They will personalize it and think, oh, well, I must not be good at this. Um, And they will allow it to halt their action. But a very successful person will think, oh, I must not be good at this. Doesn't mean that I can't get good at this just means currently I'm not good at this. How do I get better? So that is just an example of how skills, habits, and mindset, they all really go hand in hand. So what do you need to do to move forward from where you are right now? No matter how long you have been at the rank you have been at, whether you just hit the rank recently or you've been at the same rank for years, what needs to happen starting right now in order for you to move forward and so that a year from now, you are in a completely different place? What mindset needs to be developed? What habits need to be cultivated? What skill set needs to be learned or improved upon? You have over two solid months, plenty of time left in this year to make progress toward your goals. So now you get to define for you, what does it look like to finish this year strong? Everything that you need to be successful is at your disposal. You just have to choose to go out and get it. Because, like J.C. Ryle says, greatness depends in a high degree on the faithful use of means within everybody's reach. So, was this helpful to you today? If it was, would you do me a huge favor and leave me a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? And it also means the world to me when you guys shout me out on social media and tag me. Your feedback is so valuable and so encouraging to me. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this week, guys. See y'all next week.